What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the D-Guts Thought Lab podcast. Uh, today, I'll be doing the audio reading of Casting Lighter Shadow. This will be the first article I do and probably a, a decent-sized series uh, as I digest Craig Johnson's work. Um, it's a, basically a textbook, and I'm going to go down the rabbit hole on a lot of these. I got probably five Maslow books sitting on my desk, too. So uh, I'm going to start with the audio reading, and then I'll elaborate a little bit at the end. In my experience, both as a junior and leader, people spend a lot of mental horsepower on trying to figure out why their leadership hates them, why they are bad people bent on making their lives hell, soulless creatures whose prime directive is hoarding happiness for themselves at the expense of others, abusing their position and charges for their own gain, simply as entertainment or both. I vividly remember thinking my leaders were nefarious actors working in the shadows to keep common sense from raising morale. Now that I've been in leadership far longer than not, and perhaps because at this point I fully transitioned to the dark side, I think it's more complicated than this. As I mentioned in my last article, I'm really excited to explore the work of Craig Johnson and his book, Meeting the Ethical Challenges of Leadership, Casting Lighter Shadow. Uh, the premise is built on an article written by Parker Palmer, titled Leading from Within, where he defines a leader as, and I quote, a person who has an unusual degree of power to project on other people his or her shadow or his or her light. A leader is a person who has an unusual degree of power to create the conditions under which other people must live and move and have their being. Conditions that can either be as illuminating as heaven or as shadowy as hell. A leader is a person who must take special responsibility for what's going on inside him or herself, inside his or her consciousness, lest the act of leadership create more harm than good. This is easily the only definition of leadership that hasn't made me want to burn whatever that definition was written on. And yes, that's meant to be a compliment. I just think attempts at a definition are less useful than simply calling it a statement on leadership, but I digress. But let us dig into what's actually being said here. First is the acknowledgement that the power leadership possesses is directly and inextricably linked to a person's shadow, light, or both. When we understand that power, that the power a leader is entrusted with comes with a heavy ethical burden to wield it in ways that cast light, which is ethically benefiting their people, uh, and at the very least attempt to not cast shadow or abuse power or violate trust and ethics, if not entirely avoid that. I say this because there are times when leaders are tempted to abuse their power in pursuit of something that feels right or just. My friend Paul, a now retired fleet master chief and a nuclear electrician, told a story on my podcast, the Don't Give Up Ship podcast, about choosing to take a risk, uh, which was effectively circumventing work controls in order to make a quick fix while saving his people a lot of time and pain. Because it felt like the right thing to do, and he had the power to do it. In his case, it worked out. But what if it didn't? What if someone got hurt or killed? What if someone... Uh, what if one of his sailors got caught doing something that was in violation of a procedure or a safety standard or some other rule and they were disciplined? A lot could have gone wrong, and any leader in that position, including Paul, who discussed it on the podcast, would have a hard time reconciling their responsibility for casting that shadow. The next part hit me like a baseball bat right in my guts. Uh, I wield the power to create the medium in, in which a human being moves through this existence. 
the power to, in their perception of the experience, cast the light of heaven or the shadow of hell. Think about that. As a leader, you have a profound impact and thus an even more soul-crushing weight of responsibility to wield that power ethically and with great care. We've watched the unethical, intellectually lazy, and criminally petty shadow casting lead to loss of life and the absolutely gut-wrenching alteration of so many others. Brandon Caserta is a name that is perpetually hovering in the forefront of my mind every single time I consider mental health as a byproduct of leadership. Go research his story, and I have the link to the reference at the bottom. He wanted to be a SEAL, and it didn't work out. He ended up on a flight line selling snacks and a roach coach. Far, far away from any of the visions he had for a military career, leading to discontent based on his needs not being met. Sound familiar? As a result of shadow casting from inept, unethical people in leadership positions, Brandon Caserta left a scathing indictment of the special trust his leadership betrayed behind, and then he walked into the operating rotor of a helicopter. You don't get a second shot at this. There's no undo button. It's too important to lowball. And as the definition ends with, your consciousness is your responsibility. That's not to say that it's no one else's. As a leader, I take some some responsibility for my subordinate leaders' needs and my impact on them and their consciousness. But as always, there's personal accountability here. No one made you stick around in the organization. And we certainly didn't force you into a leadership position, although in the military, it is unique because if you choose to stay, you are effectively also deciding to eventually, inevitably, be in some sort of leadership position, a concept that I think compounds the negative effects of this shirking of leadership responsibility. So as I say to junior personnel, you join the organization, it didn't join you. Conforming to the requirements of the mission is a voluntary choice you made. Taking on this responsibility is a choice you already made. So stop making excuses and start living up to it. And I'm happy to help you in any way that I can. This one um, is just the beginning, like I said, of the exploration of the ethical leadership approach in the Craig Johnson book. I'm really excited to um, dive even deeper because really, I mean, I barely scratched the surface. I just talked about the premise of uh, the casting light and shadow concept. And I think it's really interesting and I'm, and I'm really excited to dive deeper into that. I'll have a ton on Maslow. I have a bunch of his books sitting here that I'm excited to, to digest and, and many other rabbit holes. I'm sure I'll go down. I hope you all are enjoying this so far. Um, I, I know I am this, this stuff. Um, I, I've been thinking about this as a kind of a concept for a while about, um, the impact that leaders have, on the experience overall, but then the, like the mental health thing is, is how we see it manifest a lot, right? Where we see unmet needs, uh, leading to like just these egregious, uh, examples of sailors. So like the sailors are, are, are taking crazy, um, like steps to express these, these unmet needs via uh, suicidal ideations attempts uh, completed completed uh, acts like in the case of Brandon Caserta and many others 
Um, but also just like, there's a lot of just the stuff that we characterize as normal everyday, uh, like people acting out or people not conforming to organizational norms or people violating the UCMJ or people, there's all kinds of things. I was just reading something about how the, they had to go back and, and reassess a bunch of characterizations of discharges because it was found that, uh, mental health stressors lead to substance abuse. So all these people that had gotten discharged for substance abuse, it wasn't like them just electing to violate the zero tolerance policy. It was them like expressing an issue and, and had they had their needs met and had those things taken care of, they never would have abused that substance in the first place. So then it leads to the, the basically the, the military taking the fault and, changing the characterization of that discharge. I thought that was a really awesome step in the right direction, but also from, from the perspective of this concept, I think it's really important to go down this rabbit hole to explore the idea of our effect and the responsibility that we have to acknowledge that effect, but also the responsibility we have for our own consciousness so that when we go into leadership, uh, situations that we're not projecting shadows on other people because our consciousness is off balance or like dichotic or whatever, where it's, it's, we have to make sure that stuff is squared away so that when we go into those situations that our people are not adversely affected by the turmoil going on inside of us, that is we're balanced everything is is our needs are met all the things are happening the way that they're supposed to um and like i said that's on the responsibility that's the responsibility of their leaders right because all leaders have leaders right so it's it's a very uh codependent relationship that we have um but also for for the juniors it's like the it's our responsibility to make sure that all their needs are met so that they have everything they need to be focused on what we need from them it's not the other way around. It's not they give us what we need and then all the rest of that is just their problem. And that's the way that it's characterized and the way that I think it happens a lot of the time. Uh, with that, I'm going to wrap this one up. As always, if you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the ship podcast or you can DM us on Instagram or Reddit or Discord at DS Podcast. Um, if you want to help us out, if you want to contribute, there's a donate button on the website and there's also uh, DGUTS Apparel. You can go check out dsapparel.com, uh, get some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you actually wear in public, and it helps us support the platform. And uh, as always, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to all the things, subscribe to the Substack, uh, subscribe on YouTube, all that stuff, and uh, rate, review, share, tag your friends, all that stuff. <laughs> and with that, uh, that's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and don't give up the ship. Mm-hmm.